The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday, this top of the weekend edition of Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Joined as always, got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, holding it down as my tag team partner. And Mark, we're going to get into plenty of things that happened on Friday night. Of course, we got Weekly Winner as a part of this Saturday show, so fans can definitely check that out. But also on this episode, some unfortunate news in the professional wrestling world over the last 24 hours, Mark. More releases coming our way via the WWE, including our own guy himself, Thick Boy, Bronson Reed. Well, we, we talk about it, guys. This is one you don't want to miss, as usual, per Saturday's Busted Open show. We talk about Thick Boy being released, along with others uh, at NXT. Uh, it's hard to explain. You just have to tune in. Yep. Yep, head scratcher for absolute sure. So we got the release talk in there. We're going to do a quick review of SmackDown as well. And as I mentioned, wouldn't be a Saturday show without Mark and I give you our best show that was in the week of professional wrestling with our weekly winner. So all you got to do, sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going on a Saturday. This is Busted Open. Live from the Sirius XM studios in New York City, this is Busted Open. Your only destination for daily pro wrestling talk in the entire world. From the independent scene to the main event of WrestleMania, no one covers pro wrestling like Busted Open. Eddie Guerrero was busted open. Hot topics, breaking news, and interviews with some of the biggest names in the game. A show designed for the fan, by the fan. Old school. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Meets new school. Busted Open. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Live now. That's what I do. And now, here are your hosts, Ryan McKinnell and WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry. Yeah, let's get it, pro wrestling fans. Welcome in on a Saturday. Happy weekend. It is time for some Busted Open. I am Ryan McKinnell, your weekend host, and joining me as always, 
got my tag team partner. He's a world champion. He is the strongest man in the world. He is an Olympian, which is very fitting because we're winding down this year's Olympics. You know him. You love him. He's the one and only sexual chocolate himself. Mark Henry joining us on a Saturday. What's up, big man? Self-proclaimed Mr. Hall of Fame. Mr. Hall of Fame. I'm just going to throw that out there. I like that. I like that, too. I can put that in there before uh, every intro. Self-proclaimed. I mean, it is... Not I just really. got one or two more to go, and then I got the full sweep. I was going to say, you are branded. I mean, it's not like you're not, you're not self-proclaimed Hall of Famer. You are a Hall of Famer. It is, uh, it is a, only it to is the there. people that only people that know me. <laughs> only to the people that know you. Well, that's a that's a few million to be sure. There, uh, Mark Henry. Uh, listen, man. Normally, we start a show off on a Saturday, and we're feeling in a great mood. We're yeah. coming off of Friday night SmackDown. Hell, in seven days, Mark, or well, six days now. Feels like seven days because it's early on a Saturday. Next week, we're going to be having two shows to recap because you, of course, are going to be making your debut on uh, TNT Rampage. I know we're all very much looking forward to that uh, as AEW debuts a no- new show on television. Uh, but as I said, Mark, normally, you know, we're coming off here off of Friday. We got SmackDown to talk about. We're hyped up. A lot of pro wrestling news to get to. But the pro wrestling news we're getting to to start the show, Mark, is the worst kind of pro wrestling news. Well, not the worst kind. No one, we, we actually uh, had terrible uh, news this week as Bobby Eaton passed, and that's the worst kind of pro wrestling news. It's not that. As I mentioned, Bobby Eaton, rest in peace to Bobby Eaton, because I listened to that show that you guys did earlier in the week. It was absolutely amazing and a great tribute to one of the greatest workers and one of the greatest professional wrestlers in the history of the business. But, Mark, that's not what we're leading the show with today. Uh, no, the other thing that uh, really sucks about pro wrestling is when uh, talent loses their jobs. And last night we got yeah. more releases from the WWE, uh, a pretty large list, but uh, the most shocking name a part of this list, and there's names on there, Jake Atlas, Tyler Rust, Leon Ruff, Mercedes Martinez, but the one that I think myself, and, and this isn't to gloss over the other releases. Thick boy. Unfortunately, yeah, losing thick boy, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed out of the WWE, out of NXT, Mark. Uh, head shaking, head shaking. Uh, that's I'm just sitting here shaking my head. Did you did you see his post? It, it was no, it was like he was that? shocked. He was like, "I just got released from WWE." Yeah, that was his post. And then he was like, "You know, the monster is gonna return and yada yada yada." And you know what? I'm gonna make everybody wish that uh, this never happened. And by everybody, meaning the WWE. And um, I understand what he's feeling. You know, I, I've I've never been fired, but I I do understand the not feeling wanted and feeling rejected. And you want to prove that you have worth. You want to prove that you're valuable. And maybe this is the maybe this is the, the the best thing that could ever happen. Maybe not the best thing. I think going without getting fired is probably the best thing. But probably becoming um, WWE mo- champ and yeah, being, yeah, be going to WrestleMania main event of WrestleMania yeah. or something. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. I get what you're motivation saying. wise, 
he has all the motivation that he needs. And I, I just equated to we always use Rocky Four as the reference. You know, you go up in the mountains, you grow a big beard, you work out rustic and hard, and you you take yourself away from modern technology. You got a killer, and you got a, you got a killer soundtrack to go along with it. You got a killer soundtrack. <laughs> and you bust your ass and you go, you yeah. come back with the intent on destroying the narrative that was placed in front of you and your the perception of you. What 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 was the flaw? I mean, he's a big guy. His name is Thick Boy. So I, I was I would assume that it wasn't uh, he had a weight issue. Um, he delivered better than, than average promos. He had matches with the best guys in the company. He won the title recently. You just had the belt on him. You just had the you belt. Just, he just had the title on him. I mean, within a month. Like, I don't understand what it is. Like, was it financial? Was it, you know, uh, I don't know about the money. Was he, was he a problem in the locker room? I never heard anything. And I can't, Mark, to your point about financials, I can't imagine that he commanded a large paycheck. He was an NXT talent. Now, I'm not sitting here. I don't know everyone's bank accounts. I don't know what the deal is. But he wasn't a huge name in that regard. He was just, he was just getting his feet underneath him in terms of collecting titles, in terms of getting some juice, in terms of, I mean, he's always had our interest, Mark, almost from the moment he first yeah. stepped on television. I mean, we were big backers of Thick Boy, and we talk about him on this show all the time. So, obviously, we are fans of Bronson Reed, but... It's the hands up in the air sort of we don't like we're we're as clueless and in the dark as Bronson Reed. We got our hands up. He was clueless. He I'm, right. Man, listen, I hardly I hardly do this, but I I have to look at my phone and figure out where what time that text was or what time the message that he posted on Twitter. And guns, you might I know it was, you know it, be faster at that like than was, I am. I I I feel like it was during SmackDown, Mark. I it, was it was during the show. Down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Let's let's set aside, set aside the releases. Okay, the releases happen. Mm-hmm. You know that happened. But during the damn show, during while SmackDown is going on. That's when you release that news. You couldn't release it in the morning, earlier that day, after SmackDown, 1 o'clock in the morning. You wake up and you go, oh, man, look what happened last night. They they really – it's something. But during the show, that's like saying, I want you to know. Look, look what's happening. Oh. Okay. Look look so what I'm doing. When you said okay, okay, so here's when you said that originally, my takeaway was they did it during SmackDown to kinda of bury it. People would be paying attention to SmackDown, maybe they missed the news. Your thinking is the exact opposite. You're turned into WWE programming, your mind is on WWE. You're gonna find out about this easier because this show is going on because you're tuned into the universe. So almost I don't want to put words in your mouth, Mark, but it is different from the other releases. So, like, I mean, I guess personal 
isn't the right way. Like they're not trying to make it feel personal, but it it does it, it does feel that way a little bit more. The way at least by the way you're framing it, Mark. The way that I looked at it is this came down during the show. It hit the wire. I got five phone calls. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are people calling me? I'm trying to watch the show. Getting aggravated, old man curmudgeon Mark. And then I, I I look at the I look at the, the a text that somebody that I value their opinion about pro wrestling and he said, Man, look at your phone. And he said, There's just been WWE just released uh a bunch of NXT talent. And I went, Oh, I looked at my phone and bro, the last name that I was expecting to see was Bronson Reed. The last. I, I I mean, if they said, you know what, man, uh they they released Swerve Scott, which would be ridiculous too. Of course. But but I would have thought, you know what, man, maybe they wanna they feel like that, that group is fine without him, you know, or something. It was just as ridiculous. And I I don't understand. And I you like that's I'm puzzled. That's why everybody. That's, I said, well, this is gonna be an interesting show because I don't know how I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know why you would do it, and why would you if you did do it? Why would you do it then? Yep. I, I mean, the you, show. Can, and what maybe is you can enlighten and, and, me. I, I, no, no, I can't enlighten you about any of this, Mark. It's all very confusing to me because, uh, again, it's like release, releasing a Swerve Scott, someone clearly that you have plans for, someone that you've told us that we need to be invested in, someone that you've told us that we need to care about, someone youthful, someone that doesn't uh, look exactly like the rest of the run-of-the-mill WWE superstar, whether it be Swerve Scott or, in this case, the newly released Bronson Reed, right? They occupied a space. Bronson Reed occupied a space at NXT, and now that space is gone. And I feel like just a few months ago we thought, hey, maybe there's a possibility Thick Boy's getting called up. You heard rumors on the dirt sheets about maybe WWE looking for bigger talent on the main roster, like thicker talent, right? Thick Boys to go up there and wreck shop. Who better than a Bronson Reed, right? So my big thing is, and Mark, we're going to take a break and we're going to get back to it because I know we got a jam-packed phone bank of people that want to chime in, 877-344-4893. What I want to ask you and what I want to ask the callers, how do we give a shit about NXT anymore? How are we supposed to care about your product when you seemingly don't care about your own product and your storytelling. Hi, this is Adam Shine, host of Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard-hitting opinions every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all of sports. We talk to celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and Stitcher. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving. 
which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to end difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so over. This is the Bus Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, that's right. Monday night, Raw, Friday night, SmackDown, Impact, NXT, AEW. It is all on the docket as we kick off Hour 3 here on a Saturday. It's weekly wintertime, world's strongest man. Where are you leading? Yeah, man. This, this, is, uh, this, this week was actually a good week. I mean, even for, you know, as much flack as Raw gets, I thought Raw was a good show. Um, you know, we got to see the match made between Bobby Lashley and, and, and Bill Goldberg. Um, you know, Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax, you know, which is something that, you know, we've kind of wanted, you know, more individual matches rather than the tags, and we got it. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know what, man? This is, this is going to come to a shock. It's going to come to a shock to you. Some T-Bar. Uh, Good match. What? Good interaction <sighs> with with Mena Mustafa. I was, it was a good uh, match. The whole, yeah, I just the whole part yeah. of it, I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear what I just said? I said good with retribution. Oh. Those two things that normally haven't gone good. I was I was just gonna say that's like your opinion, man. To borrow to borrow the big Lebowski. This was good. I don't know how much longer I need to hear, remember, or see anything about retribution. But you are you are correct. Mason T Bar had a, a damn fine match between Mansoor and uh, uh, Mustafa Ali. And, and anything with Damian Priest, I'm I'm all for. Sign me up twice on yeah. Sunday. Um, yeah. He's a he's an unbelievable talent. He was an unbelievable talent at NXT. I hope that the the right thing get done to get gets done. Um, you know, we got Keith Lee carrying cross. Um wasn't a fan of, of the how it worked out, but nonetheless, you know, we got those those guys. And man, listen, for everybody can criticize and complain, I think Reggie is amazing. I think that, you know, I don't know if I would hatch. I probably would have continued to do what they've been doing with uh, the 27 title. Um, you know, that's good enough for me. Uh, but Nikki Ash and Charlotte Flair, bro, no holds barred, which I'm not a fan. Because really, is there anything barred from wrestling? I don't think so. What but do you mean? Nonetheless, um, I enjoyed what I saw, and yeah. you know, you you get off you get off of Raw, and um, you get to uh, NXT. NXT, man, like it's still, in my opinion, one of the shows because even with everything that's going on. Um, Hit Row even it right now. Everything that Hit Row is doing is working. Um, you know, you the 
Dexter Loomis, like the. <laughs> Like I I can do without Candace LeRae and, and Johnny Gargano. I just want to see Dexter Loomis um, and Indy Hartwell and, and Indy Hartwell. <laughs> I, I I feel like that's I feel like that's where dinner. we're headed, though, right? Yeah. Can we yeah, see him go to dinner? Though. Can we see him go <laughs> and and sit by a fire and 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 just whisper? Well, of course, Indy would be doing all the talking, but. To see Dexter's reactions. (laughs) Like, can can you give me some of that stuff, guys, please? But nonetheless, bro, like, I I really enjoyed NXT. Um, You you get the AEW, and, you know, I sat there at the monitor, and I watched the the show. Um, And then some of it, I went out into the breezeway and watched it live. And to go out and see Aleister Black and Cody live was pretty damn impressive. Um, Chris Jericho and and Hoovy, uh it looked like Hoovy had a little rust on him. Um, the match was not fluid, but they got through it without being um, a disaster. Uh, Chris Jericho entrance is, was worth the price of admission to hear the crowd sing and get behind it. And MJF is just a a royal prick, man. Like, he's got so much heat. I mean, you can feel it from the crowd. Like, he, like he's, I'm I'm hoping that he's shanked. Man, people are really coming from, every week they have to pull somebody out of there in handcuffs. People (laughs) that jump, they're coming to get him. Like, he's oh got my. real heat in pro wrestling when there was a time when. Uh, That's hard to do these days. You, you, you got heat, man. You was, you was really rolling. But then somewhere yeah. along, people look at it like it's Cirque du Soleil. It's a, going to the movies now. No, not with MJF. They want to whoop his ass. He, <laughs> he's he's going to eventually have to start <laughs> fighting because security is not always going to get there. <laughs> He's going to go strapped like, to the rig with foam, foam books across his chest and shit. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that dude, he, he, he got heat with uh, David Greca. Oh, boy. Poor Dave. Oh, boy is right. You know what? Oh, if Dave hadn't right. taken a nap on Violetta's, if, if, if Dave hadn't taken a nap on Violetta's birthday, you wouldn't have opened the door for, you know, MJF to swoop in. Stop making mistakes. But, but I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't have this on great authority. But I think okay. that there was, we played um, um, Afternoon Delight on the show yesterday. Oh. I think there was something that went on that led to a nap. And I cannot judge because I've been known to take a nap when I get well, too I excited. Judge. Well, see, I can judge if what you're you saying know what just I because mean. you have so, Yeah, I know what you mean, but I don't think that's an excuse to have some uh, afternoon delight, if you will, Mark Henry, and then to just cash out on the rest of the day. I'm not a napper. I don't no, know if you it, know this he didn't cash me. out on the rest of the day. Did you see the dinner pictures? Well, the rest of the afternoon. It was a, it was a nap. It wasn't he didn't go to bed. Yeah, and if you take one nap, you leave one little sliver of an opening. It don't matter if you're married or not. A wise, slick-talking, fast-talking, much more wealthy 
Suter can come MJF, along. No offense, Dave yeah, LaGreca. Yeah. MJF. Yeah, and not yeah. just any A. And it doesn't even have to be Maxwell Jacob Freeman. MJF can I gotta be, defend you know, my guy. take your pick. I've been, I've been told that I don't defend him enough. Dave said okay. I don't All defend right. him, and I can't let you say that, Ryan. <laughs> the guy took a nap. I He's didn't say anything. One I'm just nap. pointing out Please. the obvious. It's okay, now you're defending. Well, you're you're yeah. pointing out the obvious, but I'm listen. I got my guys back. He took a nap. Violetta, like relax with the wildness. Okay, okay. Don't break up a happy home. There is a flip side. Actually, that's a good point. There is a flip side to that. Violetta could have not tweeted out the photo. Maybe yes. maybe we're looking at this from the wrong standpoint. Yeah, we're looking Play at Violetta. it the wrong way. Like, you know, don't Bill blame Lutter, Dave. We gotta, we're gonna don't blame MJF. When I see you on Wednesday <laughs> in Pittsburgh, you know, I'm, she's going to be a dynamite. And okay. on uh, Thursday, we're going to do a meet and greet. And Violetta's going to be there. I'm not nice. saying that uh, MJF is going to be there, <laughs> but he's been invited. I'm just saying. Oh, boy. So. Shit could possibly go down on Thursday. So if you're a fan and you're in the Pittsburgh area and you feel like you want to come on out and have a good time, like, hey, <laughs> that would be the place to come and have a good time. Um, oh, boy. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, follow it up. But anyway, getting back to the matter at hand. Um, weekly winner. Weekly winner. Um I really enjoyed AEW show. Yeah, it was um, a good show. It was a good show. Impact show. Without going all the way into Impact, uh, I, I really do love the fact that the Bullet Club is materializing the way that they see it. Yes. And... It's, it's going to be a big thing. Like, you, it can't not be a big thing. The way that they're doing it, slowly introducing new members, Bay now, um, like, uh, unbelievable How awesome talent. is that? Man, that's going to be Bringing in Chris Bay. Now, Mark, you, you and I have talked about Chris now for a little while because Chris is a FSW guy out here, Future Stars of Wrestling, a Vegas guy. Uh, I've had eyes on Chris for a few years now. I didn't know when he was going to break or what his trajectory was going to be. This is probably even quicker than I had assumed. But as you mentioned, Bullet Club, Chris, it just things are happening, and it's an exciting watch on Impact. And, it, and for a large reason is the, the, the relationship between AEW, the forbidden door, quote-unquote, being kicked. It just, it's all, all very watchable and very exciting if you're a, if you're a pro wrestling fan. Yeah. And, and his match was great. Like, the, yep. all of the after effects and Ballyhoo was great. Like, but when you Ballyhoo, get to SmackDown like last night, like, uh, man, it's it's pretty damn hard to beat uh, a Roman Reigns segment. It's pretty hard to beat um, having Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and... Then you have a, a the segment where Zelina Vega comes and they go toe to toe, and then you get a match out of that, and you get right. Bianca Belair and Zelina, and then you, I mean like we got the Seth Rollins 
and edge making of the match. We always say the things that make us really love pro wrestling and give our weekly winners is when we get a return, we get a big time match made, we get a title change. Yep. You know, you know, something to that effect. Last night, that match being made meant a lot to me. And even the, the, the struggle with Rey Mysterio and Dominic um, is good telling. They, they use what was and tied it into what is today. And yeah. that's always a good thing. Um, so that being said, as much as I loved AEW this week, uh, I thought that the, the labor's story pushed but I didn't think that the Hoovy was the answer. And I feel like that um, I'm going to have to give the week to SmackDown. The week. The week. All right. Because that's what it's about the week. It's not about one second, one match. And if you're that's not right. first, you're last. That's right. All right. What's, what's Little say, swerve there. I didn't you? know where Mark was going. Well, What's I didn't know where you? you were going, uh, so I like hearing your breakdown of SmackDown and, and why you gave that. It was promo-heavy a little bit, but we did get some good matches, and the promos were fire, uh, about as good as you can get. But, Mark, listen, you went through, you went down through the week perfectly, um, but when I look at Wednesday, I just can't get removed from it. Like, I still feel Wednesday in my pro wrestling bones. Now, I'm with you, right? Chris and, and Hoovy was... was uh, it wasn't the best match itself, but I'm a sucker for nostalgia, Mark. And I w- watched their original showdown with Dean Malenko as special guest referee at Road Wild 1998. So for me to sit there at 37 old and watch a fit and healthy Chris Jericho and Juventud Guerrera go back and forth to open a show on primetime television, 21, 23 years removed from that match that I watched at Road Wild all those years ago. I don't have anything to compare that to, Mark. I was 14, 15 years old when that first match happened. Right. So to sit here as an almost 40 year old and to see them still at a relatively high level kick off a primetime television show, the inner mark in me, I absolutely love that wasn't the greatest match. I just really enjoyed watching then the trios match. With Kingston and Mox, and just the after effect of seeing John Moxley and Eddie Kingston sting give us that little moment, and to see Kingston and Moxley look like fourteen-year-olds again, I thought that was just awesome. Christian Cage versus the Blade. I haven't seen a bad Christian match in AEW yet, which speaks volumes to WWE and its booking. I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's all I'm gonna say. Britt Baker and Red Velvet. I love the little back and forth they had. I liked the back and forth that and Hangman had and the beatdown that Hangman suffered. I thought the TNT championship match between uh, uh, Lee Johnson and Miro was fine. But that, that squash match at the end of the show, Mark, Malachi Black absolutely putting his foot up the ass of Cody Rhodes in a quick, Whoa. decisive match. Listen, that 
is what I wanted from Aleister Black in WWE. I wanted a rocket ship strapped to that motherfucker's back, and I wanted him in the highest position possible. Cody Rhodes saw the value in Malachi Black. AEW saw the value in Malachi Black. We got to see just a small snippet of that value on Wednesday night. Mark, I got to be honest, with all due respect to your choice to Friday night and SmackDown Home, your weekly winner, I don't even think it was that close. I'm AEW all the way on Wednesday. I thought it was the best show in pro wrestling this week. And again, I thought that was by a pretty wide margin. All across the board for me, but AEW stands alone. Uh, Great show from top to bottom. Again, I I don't, the opening match between Hoovy and Chris, I understand if you saw the original like me and then you watched this reboot 20 years later and you had feelings about it. Folks, this is pro wrestling. We are always going to be watching our legends and our favorites, mixing it up at ages that you don't remember, don't exactly resemble the prime days, right? But that's what's beautiful about this, Mark. The story continues. You know what? I I, I forgot something that was important that could have swayed the pendulum one way or the other. What's the that? introduction of Camille. I forgot. Oh, yeah? It just hit me. Like a ton of bricks, and I feel like a dumbass. Like, I popped. I went, oh! (laughs) I was there. And I don't know how that just slipped my brain. That was another good but part of it, for sure. Nonetheless. No, no, no. Man, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, I was just saying, there's no, take, rec- there's no takesies I'm, I'm back. I'm not going to yeah. take it back. There's no right. takesies backsies. All right. I, I, but I just want to <laughs> go on record as saying, you that that was big for me. All right. Because I was a fan, <laughs> and I thought that it she looks like a superstar. Yeah. When she walks in the room, you notice. People pay attention. You notice. And it's yeah. not just her uh, physical prowess. It's her in She has that, I'm somebody, fucking acknowledge me. Recognize that you just saw me. Say hi. Look me in the face. She got that. And I'm already fast forwarding time, which is should be not a good thing. You just should let life happen. I'm, I'm always look ahead. The, you hey, get excited. Russian. Don't <laughs> keep it simple, stupid type of guy. But I fast forwarded time yes uh Wednesday and I saw Camille standing across the ring from Jay Cargill in a championship. And when that day happens, bro, <laughs> life is going to be good for pro wrestling. It's going to be, be good really, for, really, really Life is going to be good for Life is going to be AEW and business certainly picking up in the ladies business division over there. will pick yeah. the hell up. Yep. They both have striking beauty and they both have unbelievable athletic prowess and they both have the je ne sais quoi they both have the something extra both have the ability to draw the attention of everybody that's in eye shot and when that day comes then it's about to pick up so you know what i'm just saying i mean you know i'm not no takesy backsies but acknowledgement. There you go. Weekly AEW. winner. Weekly winner on Friday night. 
for Mark Henry going to SmackDown for me Wednesday, AEW. Those are your weekly winners for this week. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.